I'm Megan. I'm Sarah. This is an amateur's take where Megan and I talk about subjects of which we don't have the authority to educate you on, but we still do it. Today, Sarah is going to be talking to you about Elon Musk and Grimes. Or just Grimes. Elon Musk and Grimes is a unit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I have so many ideas in my head. I Researching this was madness. I, um, and I also, I'm going to preface this by saying that I love Grimes and that I really want a Tesla. Um, mm-hmm. If you know me, you know that I want a Tesla very, very badly. Jesus Christ. In fact, I almost bought one. You almost bought one in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> during the beginning of the pandemic, because when's a better time to buy a Tesla? And everyone said, Sarah, don't buy a Tesla. And I said, why not? Do I have the money for that? Absolutely not. Um, but I surely wanted to buy one because I figured I might die this year, so I should buy a Tesla. Gotta check out the bucket list, you know? Gotta, like... Yes. Claire Boucher, a.k.a. Grimes, she's a 32-year-old musician, producer, artist. She's from Montreal, and she pretty much does everything for her music. She writes, produces, does all the album art, directs all the music videos, everything. Um, I might insert a clip of her music here. Done, 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 done. Very fun. Um, and then Elon Musk, he's a South African engineer. He's founded things such as SpaceX, Tesla, Solar City, Hyperloop. That's to name a few. Um, I feel like we all know who he is. That's what is Hyperloop? What did that I don't know. Do? I didn't. I, I know that one of those companies is what PayPal is what became PayPal. I don't. He oh, like okay. founded what became PayPal. That was one of his first. Oh. Endeavors. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. So, um, and yeah, and they are a couple. They have a, a child together. That's Once mean. I learned about that, I don't know about you, Megan, but that took me some time to process. Um, <sighs> because I learned about them being a couple as I learned that she was pregnant with his child. Oh, yeah. And I was like... And her super fucking weird baby announcement with the, like, the alien embryo thing. Do you remember that? That was so weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, announce your child how you want to the world, but, like, why does it gotta be an alien? It was so, it made me uncomfortable. Anyway. Yeah. So, I've always found Grimes very fascinating, um, not only because of, uh, her music just being something, her music is kind of unlike a lot of music that I've ever heard before. Um, but I feel like from everything that I've seen about her and read about her in years past, she just views art as be- in like a very unconventional way. And she doesn't, she doesn't, I don't know. I feel like it's a, such a calculative experience for her and she doesn't even view it as like that emotional. It's very interesting. I will get into that. And I did a lot of research for this episode through different things, but also, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of just our opinions. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, so Grimes is one of those artists that when I listen to her, um, I need to listen to it f- like four to five times before I can even begin to attempt to understand what she's trying to say in her music. Um, and there's a podcast episode with Sean Carroll. He does the Mindscape podcast. Have you heard of that, Megan? 
No. It's like a science-based podcast. Um, he's like a he's like he's like a physics professor. It's pretty interesting, actually. Oh, that sounds trippy. It's cool. Um, but he's asking her a lot of different questions about um, her art, her process, things like that, and. Um, they pretty much just go down the road of talking about AI and the future of AI in art. And um, she is pretty much saying that ultimately in the next 10 to 20 years, she thinks that AI will fully be able to master art and science. And she says that it'll get to a point where it can emulate all of our feelings, hormones, and emotions, and it will be able to recognize true art and what innovation is. Um, and she recognizes that this is both good and bad. And she says that it's mostly good because we are in a time that we might be the last true artists, that we might be nearing the end of human art. And she predicts that AI will transform art in a way that, that we don't understand in this moment. So basically, the AI will be able to enjoy art in a way that we currently don't know how to. And she thinks that this will be the true innovation when AI is making art for a new set of standards that we don't even consider to be good or bad art. Interesting. Terrifying, but interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. She freaks me out. That makes me feel weird. And like, we're going to end up in like a fucking like, uh, Terminator type situation. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I feel like, I feel, I feel a couple of different ways about that. I think that's cool. Um, to see that maybe, technology or AI can create things that we don't even have the means to think about yet, but... I mean, yeah. But also, like, do we need that? <laughs> I should also note that she studied neuroscience at and Russian at McGill University in Montreal. Um, however, she did not complete her degree, and she said on this podcast that she made her first... EP um, for one of her neuroscience classes, which I think speaks to like how she views some of her music, art, all of the above. Um, wait, is she? Wait, that's such a weird. Hold on, that's just a weird like two subjects to study together: Russian and then like neuroscience. Yeah, she explains in this podcast how she views producing music as quite simple. She thinks it's playing one note and then deducing it to make it sound good to your ear. So, um, and also she's, she's very, very well-versed in history and mythology, like Greek mythology. And she <laughs> implements many details of that into her music. And she references that a lot in her music as well. Huh. Um, I don't think I've ever listened to her music to be completely honest with you. I think I may have heard, like, a song or two here and there, but I don't remember what her they new, are. Her new album is very good. I would highly recommend it. Um, but then I was that all of that got me thinking. I was like, can... Because she didn't make her first EP until she was 23. She didn't make music at all up until she turned 23. So then I was thinking, I was like, can all intelligence... D does all intelligence have the ability or the potential to become creative intelligence? I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Because I feel like a lot of things that have to do with science and, like, that kind of stuff, they have a creative element. So I think that it's, like, already a creative field in a sense because you have to think outside the box. I don't think that they're, like, 
I think intelligence just automatically has creativity involved. So like just being able to tap into a creative side of you when you're already intelligent doesn't seem like that crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah, I agree. I feel like every, uh, I feel like particularly when you're looking at science, because these, you know, science and art are both very broad terms. But if you, if you take those two broad terms and look at them, they both, as you mentioned, have require creative elements Mm -hmm. to create things within them. Um, Yes. So, Elon Musk. (sighs) He's something. I don't know, like, who is he? You know? Who is he? I didn't even know he was the guy that did PayPal, so I genuinely don't know who he is. (laughs) Well, most of us know him from Tesla and SpaceX. Yeah. That's what that's what he's mostly <clears throat> known for. So I think what's important to note is that from what I have found in my research from him, most of his endeavors and developments are essentially him developing artificial intelligence and also him developing the means to civilize on Mars. That's like those are his main projects right now. Um, he's trying to he's trying to send people to Mars by 2050 and have, like, life on Mars. That's what he's trying to do. Will that work? Um, th- there's potential of it working, yes. There is defi- there's definitely potential of that working. It's going to cost trillions of dollars, but um, it, could, it could potentially work. Sick. His artificial in- intelligence company um, is called Neur- Neuralink. Neuralink, Yes which Musk explains that the long-term goal is to achieve symbiosis with artificial intelligence. And at the present time, sorry, I hope that I can um, translate this to our language of understanding. At the present time, some neuroprosthetics can interpret brain signals and allow disabled people to control their prosthetic arm and legs. Musk aims to link that technology with implants that instead of actuating movement can interface at broadband speed with other types of external software and gadgets. Oh, cool. So he wants so, things that you can control kind of low-key with your mind. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. um, this the initial goal of Neuralink was to help um, people with prosthetics kind of maneuver through the world simpler. Mm. Um, and... And Musk has said that the percentage of non-human intelligence is increasing and that very soon, as a species, we will represent a very small part of intelligence. He's been vocal about his weariness of it, and he says that soon it will simply be out of our control. With how fast it is moving... Yeah, we're literally just creating something yes. that can think better than we can. So why? 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 It's going to outsmart us. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. And what I've heard him say as well is that, um, I mean, I've heard many people say this, that, you know, our iPhones are already AI currently. They are extensions of ourselves. They respond to us constantly. They know what we want. It's like, if you think about it, that's already what is happening currently. Um, And... uh, yeah, so our phones have made us cyborgs, essentially. And how right now, there is, there, currently, there is a distinction between our physical and digital selves, um, but we are approaching a reality where that distinction isn't going to be so easy to identify. I currently have times where I can't 
distinguish between, I mean, obviously I'm aware of my physical presence as opposed to my digital presence, but there are times where I kind of feel that overlap. You know, do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, like when your hand, when your phone is always in your, like in your hand, you're constantly looking at it, looking outside, like it becomes part of everything because it is part of everything because your whole world is on a phone. So like you literally like the idea of not having my phone like genuinely stresses me out. <laughs> exactly. That's what that's what he was talking about as well. He, he was like, think about how stressed you get when you leave the house without your phone. He was like, you feel like you're missing an actual part of yourself because you are. That's an extension of you. So I don't know if I think about it in terms of like an extension of myself. My brain automatically goes to, oh, my God, what if I get kidnapped? True. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Or my, my biggest fear is I'm like, what if someone is trying to call me and I can't answer the phone? But I mean... Interesting. Interesting anxiety right there. I know. Before, when I was younger, it was like, what if I get lost or kidnapped or something? But now it's like, what if someone really needs to reach out to me and talk to me, but they can't get a hold of me or something? Hmm. Um, and on the infamous Joe Rogan podcast that Elon Musk was on, that was like only a couple months ago. Joe Rogan was asking about Neuralink and that whole endeavor of his, kind of where they're at with it and how they're going to start testing it kind of soon <gasps> on people. Um, and um, also in that podcast, Joe was asking him about his other endeavors with his artificial intelligence company. And Elon was talking about how he is looking into developing an AI where you can alter your memory. Um, Why would I want to alter my memories? <laughs> What is this fucking... What's that fucking Jim Carrey movie where he, like, loses his memory because he doesn't want to remember that girl that he loved? What is that movie? Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yep. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That movie doesn't end well, Elon. You should watch it. So, basically, what I've gathered here from Elon's take on this... Because, if essentially, Teslas are AI. They're self-driving cars. Um, I think the way that he sees it is that... Um, that's just kind of, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting because obviously he is contributing to this movement a lot with all of his creations. Um, but I think that he, from what I understand, from what I've heard him say, he is talking about how this is the continuation of technology, how it's going to happen regardless. Mm -hmm. And he does kind of want it to slow down a bit but he says that it's going to happen a lot faster than we might anticipate and how um, inevitably the universe will, you know, it's going to degrade. It's going to, the universe is temporary as far as we are concerned, climate change, everything. And, and um, is near. how we can either choose to participate in this um, new form of civilization and this new way of preserving civilization or we can just kind of desecrate with the earth so it's very interesting um so that's mad morbid it is and however i don't find any of this to be particularly alarming just because i feel like i've heard about this happening for for a bit. And also I've seen a lot of different movies and TV shows, you know, her, Black Mirror, all that stuff, kind of commenting on the future of where the world is headed with this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even when, if you think about the world pre-iPhone, like that was a different world. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I could, like, you couldn't, like, Google shit in your pocket to win an argument. Like, you couldn't, like, Google Maps somewhere to go. Like, you couldn't, like, get just, an Uber. Like, with just kind of the rise of the, just, like, the, the iPhone becoming as popular as it is, and then how all of the apps came about, and just how we all kind of formed an online presence, and, like, we all have, like, our online selves. I mean, for obviously, we all know people who don't have Instagrams or Facebooks or whatever, so they might not be, like, participating in that culturally, but... Um, mm-hmm. But I just feel like the the introduction of the iPhone, it really normalized a lot of the things that are just going to become the future. Things like Siri and Alexa and like all these like targeted ads and just things that like our phones are are giving us because they know that we want it. It's it's very interesting. It's uh. Mm. <laughs> you know, like it's cool, and I totally appreciate my iPhone. Like I love my iPhone, and I love being able to like have so much knowledge in my pocket and be able to like Google things when I need to know things, and like you know being able to do all these things. But also, like I don't like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily always use like my I never use my Siri really, and I feel like it's n- like that part no. of it. Like I don't know. No, I never I never use it either. But I I get that like that's not the only part of my phone that has AI on it, but in my mind I'm like that's what the AI is cuz she talks to me. Right, yeah. The whole the whole thing it really is. Um but that's that's what feels like most like AI because it's cuz she talks, yeah. Cuz she talks. And um I don't know. I guess I I have I have so many things written down here. I don't even know where to <laughs> where how to think where to go. Um Take a moment, cleanse your thoughts. So, okay, because because Elon Musk, he has also... I, I'm not going to get into his politics because that's a whole other thing, and I don't even want to get into that. However, he's very vocal about climate change and how that is ultimately is what is going to bring us down as mm-hmm. a species. Um, and a lot of his creations... Are, focus, are focusing on accelerating to sustainable energy, such as Tesla's. They are electric cars, and he's talking about how a, um, a, a, um, a movement towards primarily electric cars can, you know, provide a lot more clean sources of energy, blah, blah, blah. So he, he does talk a lot about that. As far as civilization on Mars. <laughs> Yo, this one, this one, this one I don't get. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't see how this is going to happen. But also, I'm not very sciencey, So, like, I'm not the person to be asking. So, if anyone's going to figure it out, I bet it's Elon. But still. Okay. So, Megan and anyone else, you should watch. So, Disney Plus has a documentary um, about SpaceX. And in this, it's only, like, an hour long. And it's about, I think it's about their first rocket launch to Mars. Um, and I would highly recommend it because in this documentary, he talks a lot about his plans and goals for achieving life on Mars. And I watched it probably back in like April or something. So I don't remember a lot of the details, mm-hmm. but um, it's very interesting though. You should, you should watch it. Um, also just SpaceX as a company is insane. <clears throat> How is it real? Okay, obviously everything is temporary, right? Like, yeah. Within our life. Um, that's how I view it. And the fact that Elon is spending all of his life looking at the kind of the preservation of civilization. Why does he care so much? He's going to be gone soon. I mean, it's, 
Yeah, it's it's definitely his obsession. I mean, it's cool, I guess, especially if he's kind of um, attempting to help climate change, I guess. But um, I'm just going to say this. But, like, yes, climate change sucked, but we fucked this up so okay. much. So, like, maybe at a point, like, do we even deserve to be here anymore? Like, That's also a good point, too. Um, I'm just saying. Because I feel like, collectively, Grimes and Elon's ideas look like this to me. This is how they look. Based off of everything that I have just said. Okay. <laughs> um, artificial intelligence could potentially keep art alive after human preservation is no longer on Earth or we're not the main species on Earth anymore. And Mars could potentially colonize a new civilization, and the further progression of AI is inevitable. Okay. Yeah, also, also an important thing to note here. There's actually, there's no proof that either of them are human beings. I just want to say. I just want to I know. don't think that they're humans. I just want to say that there's, there's no physical proof, to my knowledge, that Elon is not a clone or an alien. <laughs> and also there's no proof that Grimes is not an alien, so... Hey, they just had a baby. So if you have the proof, hand it to me. Yeah, I'm like, where did they get the baby? I don't know. If you have the proof, hand it to me. Um, also, in like 2013 or 2014, Grimes had this interview where she was talking about kind of how we're in the age of meaningless art and how everybody is making meaningless art just to make it and how she feels like she is contributing to that and how she feels kind of mixed ways about it. And which makes me wonder if in that moment she was drawing comparisons to maybe not just climate change, but just kind of uh, the, the world and how there, I mean, I know, I know some people in real life and on the internet who kind of view the whole sustainable movement, everything as just kind of a lost, lost cause, mm -hmm. even if they're not actively participating in like, they're not like, oh, I'm going to contribute to climate change but they might not actively try to help it because they view it as something that's just like we're fucked it's a lost cause you know what i mean it's like don't we have like 10 years left or something to like reverse it i i have had feelings where i'm like i am one single person if i do this one single action that isn't gonna outweigh the effect the massive corporations it's, that are actually the ones that are like exactly, causing all this similarly shit to my veganism vegetarianism things like how mm -hmm. i've always gone back and forth about it and i'm not even a vegetarian anymore but and that, that's not because i'm like oh fuck it like it doesn't even matter it's just because i simply yeah. am i i wanted to and also it, you know we can all yeah. live our life it's your diet do the fuck whatever the fuck you want so after looking at that interview with her kind of thinking about them as a unit, everything. I was just having mm -hmm. more thoughts at 1 a.m. this morning about it. And I was like, okay, art is temporary, right? <laughs> bear with me, bear with me here. <laughs> okay. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I think art is temporary. As a, as, a, as a whole. Okay. And I think that's why it's created in the first place. Yeah. And I think that art is a product of us being temporary. Like, like I think that if we were, if we knew that our, our existence was infinite, I don't think that it would be created because it would be different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or if it, even if it were to be created, 
or say that okay say that we did know that our existence was uh infinite i think art i guess it probably would be created out of sheer boredom or whatever but it would just look a lot different than it does right now you know what i mean oh yeah totally i feel like a lot of art has to do with like yeah like what you're saying is like the idea like lots of art has to do with the idea of it like non-permanence Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. Also, the idea of like wanting to create something that will last forever and ever is just kind of narcissistic in my idea, in my opinion. Because it's not about like piece of art; it's about you creating the piece of art to last forever. <laughs> right. And also, I think in in regards to Grimes's take on artificial intelligence, the creation of art from there, I do that does have the possibility and potential of being really cool. I think, um, especially if they're able to process art in ways that we're not even capable of doing so yet but i just don't want to be around for that personally i i think that's great for the people way behind us um who might have simply no choice but to participate in that um or even if it's like you know you know you and i die and there's just uh, robots left on earth I, you know i want them to enjoy themselves i want them to have a good time <laughs> I, I i guess like yeah i want them to because god what is that what's that whole theory so like okay so when the, you've seen the movie her right of course so samantha it was probably just the way that she was written but i couldn't help but like sympathize with her oh my god totally. I, f- I i feel like she was trapped in that machine I think that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. It was supposed to make you feel like this object has become more than just an object, you know? Right. So, yeah. So when we, when we look at the creation of AI for the future in regards to art, whatever it may be, I can't help but if, if, we're, giving these, if we're giving these machines the power to feel and emulate and have hormones and do all of these things then they're going to be doing all of that, but they're not going to have the capability to think for themselves. So it's like, I I can't help but feel stressed on behalf of those robots and um, feel bad for those robots that are being created. Like, obviously, as a human, I am weary of that and I'm afraid of them, like, controlling and, like, making decisions when they probably don't have, they shouldn't have the power to do so. But imagine being on the other side of that, you know? Oh, well, it's just, yeah, because, like, in a sense, it's almost like they're just trapped in, like, a little bitty box. Exactly. And, I mean, obviously, I don't I don't know about creation. I don't know about... It's like that one... Okay, do you remember that one... Um, so, on Netflix, they have this show called Electric Dreams. It's based off a book. And in one of the episodes, it's kind of Black Mary. They have this thing where, like, you find out that these humans that you believe to be the last humans on Earth are actually these, like, weird cyborgs that have been, like implanted with past humans like uh intelligence and like ai like you know thoughts and stuff so that they completely totally think that they're human but they're not Mm -hmm. and they're like the they're like the new versions of humans you know because they Mm -hmm. feel and they think like we do and they were based off of real humans at one point that all died in a massive apocalypse but Mm. they're just the new human society and they're trying to like rebuild earth it's weird and it's cool (laughs) And that's kind of yeah. what, like, it sounds like uh, Grimes thinks going to happen one day. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I know. I mean, I think um, I haven't heard her take on kind of the overall 
uh, future of AI. I just know how she feels about the future of music and art mm-hmm. with it. Um, and I know that obviously Elon Musk is, um, he's, I, we could do tons of research on like his actual views on the future of it. And I think that he, um, you know, obviously he's, he's immersed in that. So he kind of is more aware of the future of that. And, um, again, I wouldn't recommend if, if you have, well, if you want to, you should do it, but beware. If you look up AI 2020 Mm-mm. developments, it is, um, alarming to the very least. <laughs> but, um, anyway, I, I guess, I suppose that Elon and Grimes, I think they have a collective understanding and interest in the progress of all of this and the future of how it can possibly preserve humanity in some regards, or if not humanity, just earth, I guess. And I don't know, I think perhaps Grimes, she, I think she might already have some access to some AI uh, with some stuff. I feel like she was speaking from direct experience in that podcast. <laughs> also, if you're, if you're going to be partnered to Elon Musk, he surely is giving you some tools to do some cool shit with your art. I don't know if you or I, Megan, will live to see anything crazy with this. Maybe we will. I don't know. We're quite young. But, um, oh God, 30 years from now? Who fucking knows? God, um, I don't want to think about that. But, I mean, hey, man, I still want a Tesla, so I'm going to make that happen. Manifesting that for myself. Yeah, dude, get that Tesla. I, I don't plan on self using the self-driving part, but also I think that uh, probably a lot of people who buy the Tesla say that. They're like, oh, I'm not going to use that part of it. And then they realize that it's functioning and it works very well. And then you get lazy and you're like, oh, I don't want to drive right now, so I'm just going to sit here and let my robot take me around town. So there's this, okay, so there's like a show on Netflix that's called, I forgot what it's called, like Afterlife or something, something like that. But it's about this guy who gets uploaded, like he dies, so they upload his consciousness into this like AI type of reality, like virtual reality type thing where he's living like forever in this like computerized app almost. And this is, I don't know why, but this is just reminding me of that show. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. It's on Amazon. It's so good. I watched all of it today. <laughs> that sounds very good. It was super But, um, yeah, I guess my final thought is um, I'm very excited to see what this baby is capable of. Because this baby is either going to save the world or end the world. Well, that's pretty much all I've got. That 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 that. That, that was so interesting, terrifying. <laughs> Do you know that like they just sit at home and talk about AI together? I don't know. World? I don't. Or do you think they talk about normal things like do we have to go get eggs? Because <laughs> I genuinely can't picture Grimes looking at Elon Musk and like, "Hey, babe, do you ha- we gotta get eggs? Can you grab some as you come back from SpaceX later today? I have to go take X nine fifty thousand five hundred out to the fucking store later and then go to soccer practice. Like, this is not a conversation I can picture Grimes and Elon Musk having." <laughs> Do aliens eat eggs? I don't know. No, they're cyborgs, so they don't eat, obviously. Duh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, well, um, well, Megan, do you um do you know what you're talking about next week? 
or not yet. Uh, I'm talking about sexism in the cannabis industry. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Not not y'all to that, but y'all to the topic. The topic. Yeah, not to the fact that there's a bunch of sexist white men in cannabis, but yeah, no, thank you. All right, well, see great. you next week. Goodbye, goodbye. Bye. Bye.